the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Biz 1440. KYCR Golden Valley. From Wall Street to your street. Tune in on the go with our free app. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. Vice President Kamala Harris talking about international security today at the security conference in Munich, Germany. And she said that Russia is talking out of both sides of its mouth, even as it's planning to invade Ukraine probably sometime soon. We have engaged in good faith. Russia continues to claim it is ready for talks, while at the same time, it narrows the avenues for diplomacy. Their actions simply do not match their words. And that is Vice President Kamala Harris speaking today at the Munich Security Conference in Germany. She stresses that as far as the U.S. is concerned, the avenue for diplomacy is still open. This is SRN News. Unless you've visited our studios, you probably haven't seen how clean they are. But I assure you, you can hear it. Hey, I'm Trevor Kay, checking in on behalf of Forever Cleaning. Tasha and the team at Forever Cleaning are a big part of why we sound so fantastic on air. I mean, have you ever heard a dusty microphone? Not here, you haven't. It sounds something like this. No good, right? But Forever Cleaning's attention to detail goes beyond the studios and this microphone. Our break room is clean and inviting, the office areas are orderly and organized, and the bathrooms, they're always spotless. If you need Forever Cleaning's expert care in your office or store, or you just want to make certain your mic sounds as good as mine, reach out to Tasha and her expert team today at forevercleaning.com. That's the number 4, EVRcleaning.com. Or call 763-807-9817 to schedule your free walkthrough and quote. Remember, Forever Cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. Wouldn't it be great to receive free quotes from multiple top-rated contractors on siding, roofing, and window jobs with absolutely zero pushy salespeople invading your house with one-size-fits-all overpriced options? I'm Ryan with my three quotes. As many Patriot listeners know, one short meeting with me will result in competitive estimates emailed to you a few days later with no obligation to buy. With today's supply chain issues, the most common question I get lately is how long until the work can be done? Straight answer. If you would like to see some new windows in your house in the summer, now is the time to call me. Lead times are up to six months for window installs, double than what we've ever seen in the past. So whether you would like a few windows quoted or all of them, we'll go over the best options that fit your house and stand up to our extreme temperature swings. If you decide to move forward, I'll come back out to write up the order so we can get the clock ticking on your new windows. Set up a short meeting with me. Go to GetMy3Quotes.com. That's the number three, GetMy3Quotes.com. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. Is it his time? Where's your hat? Turn all the lights on and kill the noise. The Biz 1440 presents the best two hours of economic news and commentary. It's the King Banyan Show, your source for penetrating economic insight, razor-sharp analysis, and unflinching universal thought. Oh, God, that's all I need. Everything you need to maintain clarity and stay ahead of the economic curve. Let's go while we're young. Now, here's Professor King Banyan. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, the Biz 1440, second hour today, still keeping an eye on things in Ukraine and Russia. Uh, apparently, a, uh, the interior minister had a group of uh, journal, uh, international journalists near the front with uh, the area between where, and maybe I need to take a moment to, to remind people, there are two pieces of Ukraine 
that are currently being have been declared independent territories by folks with sympathies toward Russia in uh, in Donetsk and in, uh, in, in, in and in Lugansk. Uh, Lugansk. And um, so there's like a, a formal international recognized border and then there's another border that's been kind of pushed inside. The the Russian parliament, their Duma, they would say in, in Russian, Duma, uh, has voted to recognize those as being formally uh, broken from Ukraine and able to perhaps join the Russian Federation someday. Russia is working toward a pretext by which they could basically claim those territories as their own. Um, and and so this interior minister was, in within the last hour, uh, down, or his report, the reports within the last half hour, um, was standing near the front giving a tour between those separatists and and Ukrainian uh, security forces or territorial defense forces, basically their National Guard, and shells went off. Um, doesn't look like anybody was hurt, but uh, they came within a few hundred meters. Okay, they came pretty close to that that interior minister. This is reported uh, from uh, Agency Fran- uh, France Press uh, and is in uh, the at the top of the page of uh, the Moscow Times right now, which is an English-language, Netherlands-based uh, news news uh, agency there. Um, there. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that, but I want to talk about it in a much different way than, than others will. Because if you're going to ask me about war efforts and so forth, I don't, I don't know any more than you do. Um. In the last hour, I put up the link to a pop-up seminar we did between uh, uh, one, of, one of my colleagues who works in our geography program, and he's from Moscow. Um, one, of my, one, of my, uh, uh, one of my colleagues who's been a, uh, a Fulbright fellow at, the uni- at, a, at a university in Kharkiv, which is in eastern Ukraine, so he's, been, he's very familiar with that region. And then a Ukrainian who's here working uh, with our College of Science and Engineering uh, in one of our biology labs, and he is, uh, and he's featured on it as well. And they had a fascinating discussion. I was, I moderated the discussion. I had, I didn't offer any of my own views, but as I like to point out to people, I've been there. I worked in Ukraine for for a year, lived in Kiev. Um, which, by the way, is a fantastic city. Uh, I I absolutely love the city and would love to go back. There are parts of that city that are just incredibly pretty. Uh, uh, the Dnieper River flows through it, and the and both banks are are just uh, full of uh, life. It's a it's a city that has been there for over a thousand years. Um, so, um, well worth your time if you should travel in the region. Um, having said that, um, I want to tie together a few thoughts about what's been what's been what's been going on there, and I want to tie them to, of all things, what's been going on with the trucker protests up in Canada, and with a few other things that you've probably observed in 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 our lives here in the United States and elsewhere. Um, where we're talking about uh, about things, and the one thing they all have in common is the use of banks as weapons for political pressure, political power. So let's start with that. Go back a thousand years, and and. We know, for example, banks pretty much didn't exist much a thousand years ago. Why? Well, there was no such thing as national fiat currency. There was gold. And lending gold for profit, called interest, was not done in many parts of the world. Right? Many of the major religions of the world a thousand years ago 
did not, in fact, did not, in fact, permit the use of interest. Christianity didn't. Islam did not. Judaism, in in contrast, did, which is why, which is why there's there are images of 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 bankers frequently being Jewish because the first bank they were they were the they were the first religion that did not have a ban on the charging of interest for the borrowing of of resources. Lending and borrowing for a price was not barred by any rabbinical law. So, but because it caused consternation with other, with, with followers of other religions, the, the practice was frowned upon, even though it was used, okay? The, the Christians were only able to pursue the Crusades by borrowing large sums of money to finance their armies, and guess who they had to borrow the money from? Um, and 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 so you could you could imagine how this how, how this happened. Fast forward to the middle of the middle of the that of that millennium, the fifteen hundreds and sixteen hundreds. We all of a sudden have trade that's happening over oceans. We're now seafaring and finding other parts of the world that we're discovering. We're bringing goods back from to, to finance our markets. Okay, Marco Polo has gone on their trips, but now we've got all these folks in England and in France and in Spain and in Portugal, all exploring, all wanting to trade. So how does that happen? Right, because they need financing. Ships are expensive. Crews are expensive. And so the monarchs discover they need banks. And so they start chartering people to create banks. And by this time, of course, we've gotten we've gotten to the point where in Christianity the the bar the bar on uh, charging interest or usury has been fairly well broken. Okay, it is part of the writings of, of St. Thomas Aquinas that, that that the Bible didn't really mean that you can't lend at interest. You just can't be usurious. Right? You, you know, it's basically a be reasonable piece. And so, ba- my point being, banks have always been tightly wound with governments. In the permission to create a bank was the domain of monarchs, right? The Bank of England, the first bank of the United States, the second bank of the United States, were all created by that. So when I talk to you about things like the demonetization of truck, of, of the truck protesters in Canada, I look at that and I go, yeah, you know, governments have the ability to tell banks not to lend or not to give deposits or not to provide services to people because those banks have charters. And who charters them but government? This is why there is such a term as free banking. What does free banking mean? It means a bank that is able to operate that does not do so by use of a charter. Now, it's way beyond the conversation I want to have with you today to go into talking about free banking. It is a pet topic with a lot of folks who consider themselves libertarian or Austrian or practitioners of Austrian economics or something like that. Okay, I got to tell you... um, I can get my free banking geek hat on. We could have a blast. Okay? It's just not... I, I never wanted to turn these things into seminars, the, the, the radio program into a seminar, so I'm not going to give you a, an hour-long seminar on free banking. Okay? If you want to get one of those, well, the next time I teach a money and banking course, whenever that's next to be, as a dean, I don't get to teach right now, but... When I get back into a classroom, I'll probably be teaching money and banking, and I promise you I'll let you know when the free banking seminar happens because I have one. 
and try to explain why why has it not caught on more places? And it ties to my thoughts about crypto and and uh, decentralized finance and so forth. Okay, what 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 are the problems that you're trying to solve with that? But that said, because banks have charters, and because government from government, and because governments will choose sometimes to exert power to compel people to do things that they would not do on their own. You have the opportunity for all these kinds of, of mischiefs that happen. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm not surprised by what happened in Canada. I'm not surprised by emergency powers. Okay, This type of thing happens a lot. And and. From that, let me take you to Russia and what we're trying to do to control Russia. Okay, we're going to talk about something called SWIFT. And we'll do that right after these messages. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Listen to The Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Before Bamboo HR, (laughs) I feel like crying just thinking about it. We were still handling everything via paper, and we literally had paper stacked. It was all in spreadsheets and, like, folders. From the moment I started using it, I felt calmer. As soon as we started using the Bamboo, like, onboarding checklist, I mean, (laughs) it was extremely easy. Headcount, turnover, uh, years of service. Like, there's just so many different reports that I use at different points in time. I'm, like, totally set free to focus on the people to focus on development, to focus on team dynamics. It's freeing me up to do more of the stuff that actually matters in HR, which is interacting with people, learning from them, and then building stuff for them. Everything is in this one place. I can't even imagine what it would be like without Bamboo HR. We're Bamboo HR, and we'd love to set you free to do great work. Come try our award-winning all-in-one HR software for free with no strings attached. Visit BambooHR.com slash HR for this free trial offer. That's BambooHR.com slash HR. You can now lose your job for refusing to call a biological male she. And confused children are being pumped full of drugs to block puberty. How have we gotten to this point? The compelling new documentary, The Tragedy of Gender Confusion, has now been banned from online streaming. See the program the corporate media wants to hide from you. Get the DVD at SalemNowStore.com. You could win $1,000 in our Cash for Couples sweepstakes. It's the month of celebrating couples, and we want to help you celebrate. Enter to win our Cash for Couples sweepstakes today and every day through the end of this month. Imagine what you and your sweetheart could do with $1,000. Register to win the Cash for Couples sweepstakes at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com slash cash. That's TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com slash cash. Get that back shack attack, back shack barbecue. Pick it up or take it out, rackshacktogo.com or rackshackdelivery.com. It's so easy. Hey, you've been working hard. Half the staff is gone and your crew needs a lift. Go to rackshacktogo.com for pickup or rackshackdelivery.com and we'll bring it out to you. It's America's food and the right thing to do. Get that rackshack attack, rackshack barbecue. Ooh, 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 yeah. Don't get lost in the endless stream of misleading headlines. Turn to a leading source of conservative news. Townhall.com. Political cartoons. Thoughtful commentary. And an intelligent perspective on the day's headlines. Townhall.com. A division of Salem Media Group. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. Trying to watch things. I, I, I feel like I can uh, safely decide it's, that uh, 
any invasion would not happen this morning. I'd, I'd rather think it, if, if it happens at all, I think it's probably going to happen on, on tomorrow morning. Um, because uh, they're running out of time. There's, uh, there are actually good reasons weather-wise for them not doing it, not waiting till March because of uh, the thaw and the mud that uh, tracked vehicles would have to have to get through on on the plane. But it's, set that aside. That's not that's not what I wanted to talk about. So I set you up during the last segment by talking about the fact that banks and governments have always been intertwined, has been that way for centuries. Banks receive charters from government, and a, and a bank that does not have access to a chart, that does not have a charter, is barred from operating in most countries. So from that, let me now turn to SWIFT, and let me, um, let me go to a story. I mentioned I was reading the Moscow Times. The reason I was reading the Moscow Times was yesterday afternoon, a story was posted uh, by them, uh, by them, and I'm reading from it. The U.S. said Friday it will probably not, quote-unquote, try to kick Russia out of the SWIFT financial messaging system should Moscow invade Ukraine. Um, Dalip Singh, White House Deputy National Security Advisor for International Economics, said in a briefing on Friday, quote, All options remain on the table, but it's probably not going to be the case that you'll see SWIFT in the initial rollout package. We have other severe measures we can take that our allies and partners can take in lockstep with us that don't have the same spillover effects. Now, if you've been watching this, if you've had any interest, and if you haven't, okay, you can just, you can just uh, hang on for 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes, because I'm going to take the next 10, 15 minutes to talk about SWIFT and, and why we use it and what it is and so forth. Okay, so let me, let me start by explaining what SWIFT is, okay, um, and, and, and what it does. SWIFT is, in fact, a, uh, is, is, uh, stands for the Society of Worldwide Interbank Financial Telecommunications, okay? It is a messaging system by which banks tell other banks to, you know, tell other banks, I'm transferring you this amount of money in this currency on this day. That's pretty much all it is. When I worked in Ukraine, um, there were a few other advisors in NBU, uh, National Bank of Ukraine, other than me. Uh, And one of them... One of them had the task of trying to figure out how to activate an, a domestic market for, for Ukrainian government bonds. Okay, Ukraine at that point had been borrowing largely on international markets at fairly high interest rates and not in its own currency, which exposed it to all kinds of risk. And it was... The policy of the uh, uh, it was the policy of the government and backed by the IMF and the U.S. government for for whom indirectly I worked um, to support finding a domestic market for 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 government debt in Ukraine. How did the debt actually get traded? It was on a closed like an intranet. Among the 26 banks, that's the entirety of the banking system in in Ukraine at that time, was 26 banks. I think I got that number right. I remember I only have trouble because I've done a lot of work in Armenia as well as Ukraine, and they have almost the same number of domestic banks, which is weird because Armenia is about 120th the size in population. Well, no, not but like 115th the size of population as, um, as Ukraine. So they would actually send emails back and forth. That's actually not a bad model. SWIFT is, in essence, a highly secure network of 
international banks with correspondent accounts directing other banks how to how to move money in those correspondent accounts between between play, other countries in the world right because you have to figure out how to pay them now go back i i was talking in the previous segment about the history of banking and i did that i was actually doing that for a reason rather than showing off that i know medieval banking history um I did that because if you thought about the whole process of how someone went to another to another part of the world and then was able to make a transaction to bring oh let's suppose, let's just make it very simple an, an English an English uh, uh, clothier wants to bring cotton from the United States back to England to then have woven into cloth. And then made into dress shirts, and then sold to sold to nobility in England. How do you pay for the cotton? Do you actually have someone with gold sit on the ship and go all the way across? Well, you could. And in fact, that's what happened at first. Of course, that's pretty risky. Carrying gold is not easy. It's it's it, it, it's thankfully small enough that you probably can put it in a bag, but it's insecure. And so over time, you were looking for more secure ways to transfer gold while still being able to keep the gold securely in a vault. And so they started to ex- instead exchange directions, okay? Bills of lading, bills of transfer, commercial paper. All of these are ways in which a business could tell a bank to transfer money to another business or a bank could tell another bank, hey, move this money from Fred's account to Joe's account. SWIFT is built on the same principles, and it's not a heck of a lot different than our crazy little unencrypted, not probably very secure, intranet system of the 26 banks of Ukraine. By the way, I have no idea what they use now. I'm hoping it's better. Apparently there were tons of cyber attacks being launched from Russia into Ukraine this past week, and one of the targets was the banking system. What are they trying to what's the purpose of that? Preventing banks from it's I mean, it's not to not to screw up your ATMs. It's to prevent the banks from being able to transfer money to each other, to settle accounts at the end of the day. And, and so this this is what they're doing to create problems. They have a network to do that. SWIFT is what does that across the country. SWIFT is run by a collective of 27 countries, which, by the way, includes Russia. And it's the way in which the banks of those 27 countries can transfer money from one place to another. And other countries can use SWIFT, or banks in other countries can use SWIFT, unless they're barred by SWIFT from doing so. So, for example, in 2012, after some, and I'm not going to even get the history right on this, of what they had done at the time, the Western powers were sufficiently upset with Iran that they they barred Iranian banks from using SWIFT to move money around in the West. Then during the during the JCPOA, they let those banks move money around again. And then, and then in 2018, they were told not to. And now in 21, they can again. SWIFT has been used as a vehicle for power against other countries. We had not really used it in that way until Iran. And I, again, I point out, people said, well, you know, the previous administration messed that up. It's like, you know. President Trump wasn't the first one to mess around with SWIFT. It's been done to a few countries over time. And if you're a Russian if you're a Russian bank or a Russian business person or a Russian oligarch or even a Russian president, a lack of access to SWIFT is thought to be a complete shutdown of your ability to move money between your accounts or to pay for something else. So 
being kicked out of Swift would be seen as being a very significant thing to do to them. Here's the problem. We talked about this in 2014 when Russia basically annexed Crimea. It's not formally moved Crimea into being part of Russia yet, but it's basically annexed. And then promoted the, the, uh, um, the separatist movements in Lugansk and in, in, in Donetsk to, to move toward, uh, move, they, they threatened, hey, you know what, you know what we did to Iran? We could do that to Russia too. Tensions heightened when, when it was shown that Russians shot down that KLM plane that was flying over to Asia from, from Europe. They backed off on that one, but they threatened it. Here's the problem. The threat and the execution of that threat against Iran inspired Russia to start creating its own systems. Right? Remember, Ukraine put one together just by looking, hey, we got this way in which we send email to each other. Let's just use that to create a domestic bond market. And that's what they did. I know, I was there. I watched it. I watched them do the first trades. Because the other advisor, good friend of mine, Texas guy, um, uh, um, had me come down and, and watch. Says, "Hey, you got to see this, King. You'll be you'll be really interested." Here I am telling the story twenty six years later, twenty five years later, and it, it was pretty remarkable. How hard is this? The Chinese are building this system. They've already built this system. The Russians have been building this system. Right? It doesn't take rocket science to build an alternative system. And now ask yourself if you're Germany and you can't transact with them on Swift to pay for the gas you're getting, what do you do? So I'm pretty sure that's why this guy comes out and says. Yeah, on this first round, we're probably not going to use SWIFT as a, as a sanction. We don't know that we can get agreement on that. Well, that's why you can't get agreement on that, because Germany's got to find a way to pay for its gas. And here, think about this. Would you rather them be on the SWIFT, have Russia on the SWIFT network still? That at least you've got all 27 of these major countries based out of Belgium trying to work on? Or would you like Germany to be participating on a network created and controlled by Moscow? Given what we've seen that Moscow can do with cyber, I got a feeling that system's less secure for the Germans than the Swift one is. Think about that. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the King Banyan Show on the Biz fourteen forty. <laughs> It's said that if you don't like the weather, just wait a few minutes and it'll change. Well, the weather isn't the only thing changing. According to our latest research, local business owners today are saying it's getting harder to sustain their business than it was just a few months ago. They also told us that targeting the right audience with their advertising messages is more important than ever. At Salem Surround, our team of local in-market experts take that seriously. We utilize the latest research and marketing technology to deliver media plans that will exceed your expectations. Let Salem Surround show you how we can solve for your marketing challenges by bringing nationwide resources while delivering Main Street solutions. Salem Surround is here to help you through the constant changes. We promise we'll help your business stay ahead of the changing weather. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. Surroundmsp.com. Connecting you with new customers. 
Entries due February 26th. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited. Hey, America, you could win $5,000 a week forever from Publishers Clearinghouse. You heard me right. You could now win $5,000 a week paid to you every week for your whole life. Then after that, someone you choose gets five grand a week for their life. But you have to go to PCH.com before it's too late. There's just days left to enter to win, so go to PCH.com right now. You can't win if you don't enter. It's $5,000 a week forever. Go to PCH.com right now. That's PCH.com. Every day, the men and women of the United States Marine Corps demonstrate their commitment to defend the American way of life. Since 1775, we have served our nation as a force in readiness. From combat operations to humanitarian assistance in every corner of the world. No matter where the mission takes us today, or wherever our country needs us tomorrow, we always remember the land we call home. As Marines, we take a stand for each other, for our nation, for us all, the few, the proud, the Marines. Your feet will stay warm in the cooler weather with insulated waterproof boots from Jets Shoes. Jets takes the time to measure your feet and make sure you have the right boots for whatever you're doing. Whether you need safety or regular toe styles, the friendly specialists at Jets Shoes know what will work for you. Shop a local 70-year family-owned store. Visit their Spring Lake Park location or online at JetsShoes.com. Remember, Jets Mobile Shoe Service can bring the store to you. If the shoe fits, you've been to Jets. Welcome back, King Banging Show, the Biz 1440. We are talking money and Ukraine and Russia, and I'm going to loop Canada into it too. Uh, you probably want to pay attention to that because I know that's something that uh, we did a little bit of a tease of in the last hour here. And we've been talking about SWIFT, and I would, I will, I don't know that I tweeted this piece out to you, but I will. Uh, just, I think I just forgot to post this up. Um, there was a nice piece on this that got me thinking about it, and I was corresponding with a, one of my young colleagues, a, a, a young economist who is Chinese, um, and he laughs about the fact that here in the United States we use cash and checks so much. He says his dad is, an, is, a, is a food vendor, and all of his payments are in hard cards that don't even have they don't even have chips in them. They actually are magnetic swipes, and they're paying each other with these cards all the time. And he says, he said, you know, payments in China have gotten very, very sophisticated. He said, he said, I remember when I was a boy. I mean, he would go to, he'd go and come home with with bags of yuan in his hand, uh, and now, now he, yeah, now he probably doesn't have cash on hand. He's doing all his transactions there as well. But the point to think about here is that is that if you should cho- choose to kick Russia off SWIFT, it's a big deal. you got to understand, right, who have we kicked off SWIFT in the past, right? Cuba, Iran that I mentioned before, Myanmar has been kicked off SWIFT for, for humans rights, human rights violations, right? And this was something that started and people would say, it's... We've been doing this for a while. This is not, you know, what we did with Iran in 2018, what, what President Trump did then, that wasn't the first time, if anyone wants to say, well, yeah, he let the cat out of the bag. No, no, no. The Obama administration threatened uh, to kick Russia off swift when, ta- when they took Crimea in 2014, and ever since then, the Russians have been trying to figure out a way to get around it. Well, as I was trying to point out, it's just a messaging system. Yes, it's got some security features. Yes, it's got some forms. It has checks and double checks and triple checks. All those things can be built with probably not terribly not terribly hard, I don't think. The Chinese have one. And, and as I said before, I think the problem is 
Western countries who do business with with Russia, <laughs> Germany, uh, are going to, in fact, end up on the Russian system, which gives Russia a way to get into German computer systems that I think makes them less secure. And if you want to be a U.S. government doing, you know, who has a, a, a key NATO ally in Germany, do you want the Russians messing around in their computer systems? No, you don't. Okay. Um, remember, European banks have claims claims of $56 billion, according to this Economist story, on Russian residents. Okay. Um, and in the... And, and the the biggest issue, um, the biggest issue, of course, is if you apply it against Russia, now what does China do? If you apply it against Russia, China has to think, well, we're next. You're going to apply this tool against us. And so China will continue to work on its system and go through the process of creating its uh it's central bank digital currency, which apparently it used to, what's, I mean, the, the Chinese acted like it was a wonderful experience to use digital currency in the Olympic Village uh, these last couple of weeks. I'm waiting to hear about, I, I'm, I'm looking for stories about what happened in the village in terms of how they were trading with each other. So anyway, I am quite I'm quite concerned about that. So let me now pivot to the last point I wanted to make. Let's do the pivot from that to Canada. What did you discover last week? Okay, yes, Canada has an emergency has an emergencies act that allows it to take on police powers. Canadian Parliament is debating as we speak. I can't there's so many things for me to keep track of. I can't track what's going on in the Canadian Parliament right now in terms of whether or not they're going to they're going to end Trudeau's powers, but in order for his powers to be conta- continued, they actually have to affirm it. He's in the majority. It's a it's a it's a parliamentary system, so you would think he can keep all his own people in line and continue to in, continue to execute these emergencies power the emergency powers until until he decides and or his party decides it's time for them to come to an end. Um, but what did you learn? What you learned was that you had to, you had to think about the freedom, the freedom you have to transact with others, and that freedom has been eroded by this. And and again, I point out this piece that I tweeted to you this morning with the hashtag pound KBRS from John Cochran, and I'm just going to read a few paragraphs of it. Uh, I, I might end up reading the whole thing, but it's just, I, I want you to hear this. I want you to hear this because I can't do this better. What rights do you need to guarantee, what rights do we need to guarantee our political freedom? Well, the right to speak freely, of course, peaceful assembly, petition the government for address, redress of grievances, even when you're in trucks. But without economic freedom, you cannot have political freedom. The right to work, which requires the right to hire. If the government or political pressure groups can stop you from being hired, you cannot speak, you cannot assemble, you cannot act politically. Communist countries didn't need to put people in jail, they could just, they could just stop them from working. And the right to transact freely and anonymously. If the government can monitor your transactions, freeze your assets, sanction you, or freeze your ability to transact, to buy or sell anything, it can quickly silence you, stop your political participation, undermine political movements, or even aspiring individual politicians. This is playing out in Canada right now. Now, King talking, I was reading John Cochran up to that point. We do this in international affairs all the time. (laughs) That's what the swift argument is. We're going to stop you from being able to transact with others. We apply it to individuals through things like the, the Global Magnitsky Act, where we say if you are... If you're supporting of a regime that Im- that imprisons political political opponents and and then tortures them and executes them, we will freeze all your assets. We will we will cut off your ability to engage in transactions. We do it to governments. How, given what we think about 
how we deal with political opposition nowadays here in not just the United States, but around the world. How much more is it to think that we wouldn't just do it to our own citizens? Should they do it? Of course not. Um, John writes, I don't care how you feel about the truckers. King says, I have mixed feelings about the truckers. There's some people in that group that mm, not not so sure are good people. But back to John. But look at the power the government has used to silence their political protests. The government can use the same power to silence individuals or protest from the left. Reports that there are bank runs and outages as Canadians try to quickly take money out of banks are an interesting consequence. Unquote. I can't verify for that, that there were bank runs. There's lots of... There, there, uh, Reddit, which is where I go to look for rumors, particularly in, in other countries, Reddit is loaded with stories about people saying, I couldn't get money out of my ATM. And I don't know what happened, if it was a run or not. But... I don't, I don't, I, I'm waiting for better evidence. But think about this. Just as the Russians and the Chinese and the Iranians look at our use of SWIFT and say, well, the heck with that, I'm just going to make my own system. And if you want my gas or if you want my exports, you're going to have to use my system to transfer money and not SWIFT. And you'll have to pay me in other currency. Do you realize now a majority of the trade between Russia and China does not use dollars? It doesn't use, doesn't use rubles or renminbi either. They use euros because they're trying to cut off the United States. So if you're in a world like this, what do you think is going to happen as a result? Who in their right mind, after seeing what happened to Canada and the truckers, would ever think that they should they that they should engage in transactions using central bank digital currency right if there was widespread cbdc in canada justin trudeau could have just turned off their cards uh, who who does that no you're dis, you're the whole system of banking is built on trust, and that includes trust in the government to allow banks who have the proper charters, who've been vetted by the government, to, to have citizens transact freely between them and with them. That's what we've broken here. Be it, be it between countries with something like SWIFT or between individuals or individuals even in other countries trying to send themselves money through through some some uh, uh, donation aggregator platform. All of that is being broken. Why? Because one group with power doesn't like what one uh, some other group is doing, and they all connect. We'll be back after this. You're listening to The King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. The Biz 1440, KYCR Golden Valley. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-884-9018 800-884-9018 800-884-9018 That's 800-884-9018 
Aw oh, man, winter's here and I missed out on getting my roof done. Did you at least get your siding fixed? Nah, didn't get to that either. Well, I wouldn't worry. Just call JTR Roofing. JTR will give you an estimate and get your project on their calendar for first thing in the spring. There are a ton of roofing and siding companies. Why should I call JTR? First, check out their online reviews, like this one. JTR did the roofing and siding on our house. Fantastic. And conscientious workers. Okay. Or there's this one. I can't say enough about what great guys they are. JTR should be your first and last call. Hmm. Plus, JTR Roofing is also a locally owned company. They stand behind their work, and they'll be there for you in the years to come. JTR Roofing. Sounds like I better give them a call. Visit JTRRoofingInc.com. That's JTRRoofingInc.com to set up your no-obligation consultation. JTR Roofing, windows, siding, and gutters. JTRRoofingInc.com. You think a lot about your family, your friends, your favorite things to do, but you know what you don't think about? Who's your plumber? Hi, I'm Kayla from Champion Plumbing, and it's okay if the only time you think of us is when something happens, like your water heater quits on you. At Champion Plumbing, we can usually install a new water heater same day. Who's your plumber? Don't think, just call. Champion Plumbing, online at championplumbing.net. That's championplumbing.net. Whether you're preparing for a typical Sunday morning or a special holiday service, you'll find an array of helpful, creative tools from Worship House Media. From countdown timers to sermon illustrations, visit worshiphousemedia.com. That's worshiphousemedia.com, a division of Salem Media Group. Sightseeing in Ferris, at the Mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to the Biz 1440 at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. This is such a fantastic song. I'm going to be playing this in the car this afternoon. Love this. Welcome back, King Banyan Show, The Biz 1440. Glad you could be with us today. Um, I've been having a good good time this hour because I, I'm getting to do something that I don't often do, which is actually take a concept and play it out over a course of an hour. Um, I've had to do a lot of newsy things, and I don't get to do concept hours much anymore, but uh, this has been a concept hour. And here's the concept. I'm going to say it to you because this will be the title that we, uh, that we file this under. Money is a network good. Okay? Money is a network good. Money, how, by what do I, and it's not a phrase that when I was growing up, we never talked about network goods. Um, but what we did talk about was the fact that money, money has greater value when it's more generally accepted as a means of payment, a store of value in a unit of account. One of the things, the reason why we're able to print and place so many dollars in the world without suffering the ravages of inflation that we would have expected is because in many parts of the world the dollar serves as a store of value. We put dollars in those accounts and then save it there because that allows us to maintain the purchasing power better than the the currency I have or any other ones. But another key feature of that dollar is that I know it's universally accepted by more and more places. You, what we're seeing so far, and what's really happened, particularly since the first time we cut Iran out of SWIFT, is the de-dollarization of the world economy. Even the mere talk of this by the Biden administration this time around, and again... The Obama administration did it to Iran. The Trump administration then took it off. It it negotiated it away in the JCPOA. Then the U.S. put it on Iran. Uh, The Trump administration did it in 2018. Others look at this and say, well, that dollar's not as reliable as I thought it was going to be. I think I should look for a different system. 
And so places like Russia and China have de-dollarized at increasing rates. Their, their, own in, their, their own bilateral trade is now more often denominated in euro than any other currency. That can only accelerate if we now take Russia, who's a member of SWIFT, and is about five times, let's say five times their economy is five times the size of Iran. It's a much, much bigger place. Not just physically, but in terms of their, their economic throw weight. They're a much bigger place. And now we're going to cut them out of the international payment system? My point is, international payment systems can be replicated, can be duplicated. And you are far better off, you are far better off as, a, as an economy if, you're, if your dollars or your currency is widely accepted by your people. What Canada did is basically shoot itself in the foot by making the Canadian dollar less trustworthy as a currency where you can store value with a bank. Because if you have the wrong political views, it might go away. Just in the same way, and Don, you're right about this, the fact that that conservative conservatives pulled out of places like Facebook and Twitter because they felt like, hey, I can be deplatformed. Well, de-dollarization, deplatforming, debanked, all of these imply government power or social political pressure being placed on private organizations. Those networks come to one common place called trust. And trust is the lubricant that makes commerce go better, go faster, go more smoothly. It is destructive to that trust to go through things like deplatforming and debanking and because they lead to demonetization. And frankly, governments really need to pay attention to this because you know what their revenue, part of their revenue is? It comes from their ability to print money and have people accept it. And if people won't accept your money anymore and you try to print more, you get more inflation. And that will be a problem for many, many places in the world. You want your money to be accepted far and wide. You want to make it a reliable network through which people transact. And you can only do that by giving them the freedom to transact. And that's what we're seeing lost around the world. Thank you so much for listening today. Thank you, Sean, for the good work down there. We'll be back next week with another episode of the King Banyan Show on The Biz 1440. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Minnesota Army National Guard. Aired by the Minnesota Broadcasters Association and this station. You know, things are beginning to look a little bit brighter. And not just because the days are getting longer and a little bit warmer, but because we have some hope that things are beginning to open back up and people getting back to work. But with all that, there still is some uncertainty with the economy, with inflation, gas prices. And one of the best things you can do to help protect your family is make sure your home is protected and get rid of some of that big credit card debt. Do a debt consolidation loan with United Faith Mortgage. Hi, it's Lee Michaels here for United Faith Mortgage. And right now, they can help take some of that uncertainty out of your future by making sure you have the best mortgage possible. Whether it's a new home, a debt refinance, and right now interest rates are still pretty low and you can lock in. The nice thing about United Faith Mortgage is they work with a direct lender, which means no middleman, and this advantage often allows you to get a better rate, which can save you monthly and lifelong money. Be certain about your mortgage and visit United Faith Mortgage online at unitedfaithmortgage.com. United Mortgage Corp, Melbourne, New York, NMLS number 1330, Ryan Vrecka, NMLS number 6523. Got inflation? Not at PJ's Appliance Outlet. Every day your dollar will buy 40 to 70% more at PJ's Appliance. Hi, this is PJ. We take great pride in separating ourselves from those overpriced big box stores. How? By simply providing over-the-top customer service and great quality products at unbeatable prices. 
PJ's Appliance Outlet has quickly become the trusted go-to store for brand new scratch and dent appliances. You'll save hundreds, even thousands of dollars on brand new name brand refrigerators, ovens, washers and dryers and dishwashers from trusted brands like LG, Electrolux, Whirlpool, Frigidaire and many more. We're also the exclusive dealer for the Ilve handmade Italian stoves that you see on the DIY TV shows. Don't pay inflated prices for name brand appliances. Take the short drive to save big, big dollars at PJ's Appliance Outlet. Visit our easy-to-get-to Plymouth showroom today or find us online at pjsapplianceoutlet.com. That's pjsapplianceoutlet.com, where every deal is a steal. Dad, guess what? What? You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. And I went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. Visit Make the Connection. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.